Welcome to another episode of Follow Up Genius. Today we're going to be talking about friends and family and fresh friends and family frustrations when it comes to being referred. Yeah, we're not pitching AT and T here or friends and family uh, cell plan plan package. We're talking about real estate. Why didn't your friend, your family, cousin, neighbor, uh, brother, sister, son, uncle, whatever. That's a great not question. Refer you. Why didn't they use you as a real estate agent? And I see this a lot in the groups, a lot uh, from just discussion of why didn't they? And is it a good idea or is it a bad idea anyway? And that's what we're talking about in today's episode of Follow Up Genius. Friends and frustration. Welcome to the Follow Up Genius Show, a show dedicated to helping real estate agents find their fortune in follow up by creating stronger relationships, generating more referrals, and converting more leads. Hosted by Wesley Rocha, founder and CEO of LinkU, and Stephen Groders, real estate entrepreneur and high performance coach. Follow us at followupgenius.net. Okay, so Stephen. You've you said you actually mentioned you were reading a post. I believe that was today, this morning, and I see them all the time in these Facebook groups mm -hmm. about uh, my. I saw one. My neighbor just sold their house. I think they know that I'm an agent. Why didn't they use me? Or my friend, or my cousin, or my sister, or whatever it might be. Family, friend, family and friends selling houses, buying houses, but not using them as an agent that's a great that's a great question I think that's a question that we have to ask ourselves why didn't my friend why didn't my family member why didn't my neighbor call me when it comes time to buying or selling a piece of property I think it goes back to how we posture ourselves as neighbors how we posture ourselves as friends and family I have a neighbor who's a dentist I'm not gonna go to him right no. because I see what the guy does after hours, I don't really want to be, I don't want that guy sticking a needle in my mouth, right? Interesting. So doesn't it make sense is how we posture ourselves around our friends and around our family? If we posture ourselves as a jerk, somebody doesn't follow up, doesn't send a Christmas card, doesn't send a birthday card, doesn't even say thank you on, or happy birthday on Facebook, why would we expect them to call us when it comes to making the biggest purchase of their life? Very uh, in, insightful. So one of the reasons might be they saw how you were off outside hours. Yeah. Not, maybe it was a second a or third cousin. Setting. You went to a family reunion. You got trashed, drunk, and you said some things to your second cousin you probably shouldn't have. Families don't want to disrupt life just to help you out. Makes sense? Right. I think... It really all boils down to how we posture ourselves. Are we posture ourselves as a professional or just a, a loaf? You know, this industry is under attack. We know that. We're doing it to ourselves. Mm -hmm. If you're going to be a pro, act like a pro all the time. Okay. And then there's the argument of, well, I don't want to work with friends and family anyway, because they have, they start expecting you to do a lot of work for free. They do. They do. Um, a lot of time, many, many times, I know agents on our team who met somebody at a house who already had an agent, and they said, hey, my agent is a cousin, 
I really don't want to use them, but I'm placating them because I want Christmas to be really comfortable and Thanksgiving. And our, our answer to that is, hey, we're going to go ahead and work with you. What we're going to do is we'll send that family member a referral fee and let them be part of the transaction. So, they st- so it's not really that uncomfortable at Christmas time. This happens a lot more than people actually think. Right, because the other the other flip side to that is kind of a how dare you use somebody? I mean, I'm just saying from the yeah, agent exactly. side is how dare you use someone else? And I'm an agent, and uh, now you're going to someone else, and that makes that Christmas party or that get together uncomfortable because everyone's wondering, well, there's you know, makes it uncomfortable. Cousin Larry, <laughs> right. what a jerk! You know, he didn't use me. He knows I'm an agent. Mm-hmm. You know, but. Uh, one of the posts we were talking about is it's frequent that we see these all the time. How do you handle when, you're, when your brother-in-law, who you've known for 50 years, uses a, their 15th cousin, right, and not their brother-in-law? And then you hear all the things that they did for the brother-in-law, and they just expect a commission check in return. We forget the brother-in-law is a consumer. Right. So when I saw that post, when I see crazy posts like that, I always go and look at the profile of the agent who made the post. You look at the profile? (laughs) What profile? Exactly. We found this individual's profile. I took a screenshot of it. You just Google their name? Yeah, I just Google their name. Okay. Right. And then I went to Zillow, same way that consumers do. Um, Took a screenshot of her name or of her face, and I posted underneath, and I'll never do this again, and I simply ask a question. <laughs> oh, Would you no. hire you? <laughs> oh, you should saw the sub comments. It was crazy. <laughs> Digital presence has relevance. It has a lot of relevance. For goodness gracious, we order a pair of shoes from Amazon. We always go with the person who's got 99,000 reviews versus the guy who's got three. Just start posturing yourself like a pro. Wow. So, okay, so we have basically um, where maybe they didn't use you because they saw maybe there was something about outside hours in their personal life they didn't really care for, didn't like. Um, Then you have the person who, uh, what what was the last thing you just said? About the, about the brother-in-law? Or the photo or the, the profile. Maybe they did want to use you and they looked you up. And the profile was horrible. And it's like, uh, I mean, I want to use you, but maybe you're a more, more, less experience. Right. Right. And so they're thinking, oh, I'd rather use a more experienced agent sort mm-hmm. of thing. Exactly. And then if you're the other agent on the other side, or how do you bring this up? I guess it, that would be up to the buyer or something. I don't think you need to bring it up. I think if you just posture yourself as a pro. Yeah. And no matter what you do, here's a good example. I coached youth hockey for, gosh, 20 plus years. I never told the parents what I did for a living. Ever. They always came up and asked me what I did for a living. I sell money. How much do you need? That was my response. And the reason they asked me what I did for a living, one, out of curiosity, and secondly, if there was a fit where we could do business together, they probably wanted to do business with me just because of the way I ran the hockey club. Very organized, detailed. Everything in life should, po- if you're going to be a pro, posture your whole life around your, your professionalism, your family, and your faith. 
not necessarily in that order. Sure. Okay. And then um, some people would say never work with your family under any circumstances. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I've sold family members. I've built family members' houses in the past, and it just didn't work out. It just didn't work out. Something goes wrong, it's your fault. You know, there's an old saying, the bitterness of poor quality will remain long after the sweetness of the low, low price has been forgotten. They also remember that when it comes to poor service. I think you, the better you serve, the better you're going to be. But I, I don't like to deal with friends and family. I like to say friends and frustration. Right. Now, our uh, real estate agent happens to be a friend of my wife. Um, she, they're friends in high school, friends all throughout, uh, still friends. And as her friend, I'm like, yeah, okay, you can be an agent. But here's the thing. She's a good agent. That's a, di- that's a big difference. You know, that goes back to that profile. Yeah. Right. If you got a good profile, because have you ever met an agent who doesn't brag? They all brag about how great <laughs> they are. Right. right? <laughs> it's funny. You see my post on Facebook the other day? <laughs> I got surgeons. Another story for another time. You, your digital presence in your track record will speak volumes for you if you just do the work up front. Why do, again, it's the only industry where someone clicks on my website and the person who owns a website thinks that they're entitled to a check. So it when it comes sense. to that, then... It's really up to the agent and their personal preference. Is there a wrong or right answer whether you work with friends or family or not? I don't think so. It just depends on how you posture yourself. It depends on the family too. You know, there's a lot of dysfunctional families. True. And there's a lot of great families. Right. It just depends on the relationship you have with your family. Right. And in some cases, uh, family, a lot of times I think people would use family for the trust. They feel like they would uh, trust them that they're getting the best they're they're best doing everything. Yeah, they're not saying the best service. Best effort. They're putting the best intention because right. even if things don't turn out right or whatever, they know, well, that's okay because I know they did their best. And sure. so they prefer to use a family member for trust and then not necessarily trusting a stranger is going to have their best interests at heart. Right. So those are some benefits I would say or some things that family members would prefer to use family well, members. Well, sure, but, you know, from a family member, I I expect that you're going to put your best effort forward. Right. But, I mean, that's why you would choose a, a family member agent over a strain, an agent you don't know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And we, and we use that all the time when we got to the door, because as you well know, we will go meet with anybody, anytime, anyplace. I don't care if you got an agent or a turn. I don't care. My job is to build relationships. A relationship requirement is not a buyer's agency agreement with me. It's I'm going to provide you an unbelievable experience. So when we get to the house, so um, our notes say that you're currently working with somebody, you don't have a contract with them. Have you had a chance to check out their reviews? And a lot of times all you got to do is match up the reviews. Right. (laughs) And they're like, Oh, right. You guys got 500. Have your cousin call us and we can work with him. <laughs> help him. Not me personally, but we'll work with him on getting up his reviews up to up to par. Right. Right. Okay. So some people, you know, prefer to use family for the trust thing. Um, some with when we do talk about okay, let's say we're working with a family member and that's all fine, um, and then it, or a friend or whatnot, and now it's a matter of separating that 
And part of it is you are a friend, so you are normally a family member or friend. You generally are going to go a little more up and beyond than you probably would a normal or a typical client anyway, you know. But then there's a there's like a line, I feel like. And maybe once that starts to get crossed, now it starts to create that tension of, wait a second, we've looked at 15 homes now, and <laughs> I'm going to need you to make a decision. And maybe it's not necessarily them. It could be the spouse or someone else. That's why, um, it, again, it depends on the relationship yeah, of the family member. I agree. I would rather refer that person out and just get a quarter. Yeah, I think it depends. So you have to look at the relationship and think, okay, if things start going beyond the line, is this someone you feel comfortable with? But like, hey, dude, like we've looked at 20 homes. I got, we got to, you know, we got to figure out something or I'm going to send you <laughs> right. to someone else, you know? Exactly. And if you can say that to your friend and they're like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, and then it's serious though at the same time, and you can still maintain a relationship after that. That's one thing. Right. If it's someone else who you say that to or something similar and they're all offended by it, then hopefully you know that ahead of time before working with them. Be like, oh, you know what? I've kind of got as many clients as I can work with for now, and I just want to make sure you're taken care of. I know this great Susie in my office who can help you. She'd love to work with you. Right. And she's right really now. good. And she's not that busy right now, so she can give you a lot of attention. <laughs> It goes back to, you know, I'm an Apple guy. You're a, you're a PC guy, right? So I shop at the Apple store. You probably shop at Best Buy. Well, I know where you shop. Every, anywhere else? But anywhere I'm, I'm I just want using to. it as a metaphor here. Just, just <laughs> I follow, do what I please. Just, just follow me here a second. <laughs> All right. I have, a, I have a friend of mine that works at Apple, right? Yeah. I, who, do you, who do you think I went and seen? My friend. Yeah. I don't really like my friend, but I, I have enough trust in my friend that he's going to follow a protocol that Apple requires that you go through. So if you have a business that's structured like a business, there shouldn't be any doubt at all who you're going to use. You're confident enough in the person at Best Buy, right? Let's say you got a friend or a cousin or a family member works at Best Buy. You go to that person at Best Buy because you know that they're going to follow protocol that the corporation set in front of them. Why not? You should do the same thing in real estate. Actually, I would I would say a lot of people are wanting them to break protocol. That's true. That's true. With the employee discount, can you give me another twelve percent? <laughs> can you give me the employee discount? Right. Friends and family discount. Exactly. So, uh, uh, and that's the other thing. Actually, it brings us to to that, and that is when you work with friends and family. A lot of times, they might expect or ask for a discount on the commissions. Mm -hmm. How do you deal with that? Um, never charge them one. Never charge never a commission? Charge, never, never charge them. That's why I refer it out. Because okay. I'm gonna make something, right? Interesting. If if you, well yeah, because every, every time they expect you to work for nothing. I come from a family of entrepreneurs, right? Um, they're more concerned about what I'm making than the deal they're getting. You ever heard the saying, it's not the deal you get, it's the deal you think you get? Mm-hmm. You think you're getting a bad deal and you're getting a great deal. You're still thinking you're getting a bad deal. That's why we refer friends. Right, that's what you do, yeah. So it sounds like you might, it, it, again, this could just have to do with Stephen's friends and family. That's right. There's not too many of them. <laughs> Your but, friends and family may not be the situation, but you know. You know if you have certain friends, certain family, who you need to refer out, and now it actually makes sense. Who's going to respect your time? Who's respecting your fee? Things like that. Absolutely. With our our uh, my wife's friend, you know, obviously I know how much real estate agents make. I know exactly how much she's going to make on a deal. 
I'm not thinking about that. I just know that, right? So I'm not going to be like, hey, so how about a discount? I'm not even going to ask for that. You know, if she, uh, I think she ended up deciding to do a little something extra special at the end of the closing, which was fine. Or she was able to, she ended up offering something just to, uh, something my wife was more concerned about and, and offering a little something to make that deal happen. She did that, that she might not, not typically do. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. It wasn't like, asking it wasn't going because we respect the work that they're doing right yeah well, you're in the industry and you know that yeah exactly there's so many agents has screwed this easy game up lack of follow-up poor service poor whatever right <laughs> again it goes back to posturing yourself as a pro i truly truly wholeheartedly believe that all my relatives they do call and i always refer them out unless it's that really special person and it depends on what they want to do as well here's a uh here's a post i found from last year in a group 15 years in the business still hurts when family doesn't use you to buy or sell a house i wonder if the hurting ever stops something along those lines mm-hmm. um and then we have a a Total, like all these comments. Nah, you don't want to deal with family. They're the worst clients, but telling you it may sting, but it's sometimes better. Right. Um, if you like your family, you probably shouldn't do business with them anyway. Right. Uh, you are not alone and feeling this way. I've seen many agents who posted similar things felt the same. Right. It does hurt when it's family and friends, but figure it's their loss. They should have worked with me. You know, it's funny you say that. In our marketplace, the average, my neighborhood, the average sale price is 2.6. <laughs> <laughs> my neighbor like hey what are you doing home all the time and she's like i'm studying to get my real estate license you are yeah i got a cousin who wants to buy a house here i'm like hold on a minute you're gonna get your real estate license because you think your cousin's gonna buy a house from you well yeah i think about do the math it's gonna cost me three grand to get my license i do i sell the <laughs> thing i get five percent i'm gonna make three hundred thousand bucks off my cousin right right that's unfortunate the mentality that a lot of us have in this game it's just it's it's silly this guy had four groomsmen at his wedding they all sold their homes with other people his rich uncle sold his home um that dude there probably had a bad bad (laughs) drunk on at his wedding or said something Uh, It's hard not to take personally, but uh, sometimes it's not about us. It's rather what's happening in their life. Anyway, the reason I bring this up is there are 500 uh, and over 500, almost 600 comments on this post. So it's a very hot topic, which is why we're talking about it here on Follow Up Genius. Anyway, so, all right. So (laughs) what else are we missing? I mean, are there any circumstances we missed? We're talking about the agent who... Yeah, it's up to them. Whether I don't think we missed anything. It's going to segue perfectly into what we wanted to talk about next. Into right? next week's episode. Into next week's episode. If you don't have a good, solid digital presence, right? It's like the old Better Business Bureau days. Yeah. You remember you used to call the Better Business Bureau to find out what a what somebody was like? If they A rating or E rating. Your five-star reviews will do all that for you. Oh, right. If you just okay. publish your track record along with your reviews, your friends and family members are not gonna question the way that you conduct yourself in business. You can be a total jackass at the wedding. Sounds like that one dude had a rip roaring time. (laughs) 
Yeah, this sometimes but sometimes there is a maybe it is you like you, mm, like you said exactly. we don't know you got to take a look and say okay um, it hurts but maybe ask them hey mm-hmm. just curious um, did you know I was an agent you know surprisingly a lot of people say oh I didn't even know you're an agent so. they do they do <laughs> oh you did they it do. so now you're hurt for no reason they had no right? idea you were an agent but you know another reason why it hurts so bad too. It's probably the, if you look at some of those agents that say, oh, it hurts so bad. Well, you sell three houses a year. Hell, yes, it's going to hurt. True. But if you're a pro and you're selling 300, 400, 100 homes per year, it doesn't hurt. Right. It just doesn't hurt. Right. There's a fortune in the follow-up, man. You know that. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, really just it depends on your circumstance. It depends on that friend-family relationship. Um, uh, there's a lot of people who say don't mix don't be, mix business and pleasure. At the same time, some of those family members, friends prefer to go to you. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, a lot of them will expect you go, you know, or uh, a lot of the agents expect them to have, like, uh, like I think if we used another agent besides a friend, she would probably be have her feelings hurt. She probably know? would be, but you yeah. trusted her because she's a pro. That's true. So I think you really have to have both pieces. I agree. Um, in order for it to even work, and if you don't, and if any of those are out of alignment, then that's why you end up running into issues. And probably a lot of these people who had issues with past family and friends probably were missing on the pro side. They were missing, and that's why they had a negative experience. But if honestly, when it comes to business, people prefer to do business with people they already know, like, and trust, meaning friends and family. The only way that works is if you're a pro. If you, you know, if you don't know you got your stuff together, then you might just tell them, "Hey, look, I I'm new at this and this and that. It might be better to go with someone else." You know what I'm saying? I, <laughs> Can you? The reason I'm laughing is like my cousin called my office. Hey, man, you got to check. Got to you got a few minutes to talk about this whole uh, investment thing you got. And you know, the first question out of my mouth was. You pre-approved? <laughs> Are you pre-approved? <laughs> no, uh, I'm just kidding. Another question for another time. But mm-hmm, anyway, exactly. we uh, that's pretty much it for this episode. Thanks for joining us today. And hopefully this ha- helped to shed some light on maybe if you had experienced that type of challenge in the past or if it comes up in the future. Just anyway, don't take it personally. Yeah, you can't take it personally. And just inter- look at yourself and see... What can you be doing better to make sure you get that transaction next time? Or did you want to be working with that person? Yeah, be a pro. Build a brand big enough where they'll feel stupid at Christmas if they didn't call you. There you go. Right? And one more thing. A lot of times when we refer friends and family out, mostly mostly family because friends are not that much of a pain. Right. Right. I always tell the family, hey, listen, I'm going to refer you to a guy down the street, does a great job, or gal down the street, does a great job. I'm going to have my nose in that transaction the whole time. Just re- just require that they call you every Wednesday and give you an update and tell them who I am, where the referral comes from. More than likely, they're going to respect you anyways, if you're pro. Cool. Yeah. Till next time, always remember this. Follow up, follow through, follow around until they buy, die, unsubscribe, or even send you a restraining order. That's when your follow-up efforts should quit. Sounds good. And you mentioned something about these Wednesday updates. I think we should cover that in a... It's another class. Yeah, we'll have to cover that Monday, Wednesday, Friday, communication. All right. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you or hear you or whatever. We'll talk to you. Follow up, follow through, follow (laughs) up. In the next episode of Follow Up Junior. See you next time. 
Thanks for tuning in to the Follow-Up Genius Show. Get the show notes and discover our fantastic bonus member-only content when you become a Follow-Up Genius member. Join today free at followupgenius.net. The Follow-Up Genius Show is sponsored by LinkU. 